BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Grain held hostage because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine is deepening the global food crisis. Before the Ukraine war began, the country was the world's fourth largest exporter of corn and the fifth largest exporter of wheat. Now those agricultural products cannot get out of Ukraine's ports because of Russia's blockade, leaving dozens of countries desperate. Yeah, so that's uh, quite a bit of problem. The report goes on. Truly. Failure to open those ports in Odessa region. Footage obtained by CNN from Melitopol, Zaporizhia, allows us to see what President Zelensky's administration is calling food terrorism. Trucks bearing the white Z symbol of the Russian military, stealing Ukrainian grain, bringing it to Russian-held Crimea. This is not just a strike at Ukraine. Without our agrarian exports, dozens of countries in various regions of the world have found themselves on the brink of food deficit. So that's one angle of the whole war in, uh, in Ukraine. I did the same thing President Bush did. Wow. wow. That's weird. That's one aspect of the whole war in Ukraine is uh, what it's doing to the food and the agriculture and everything like that. There's also this the loss of life and do we want big, powerful countries to be able to invade smaller countries and take them over, and the world is mostly saying no. The Senate voted 86 to 11 yesterday to pass the $40 billion Ukrainian aid package. It's the most uh, bipartisan major bill that has passed in decades in Washington, D.C. 
Um, and uh, that blockade is becoming a bigger problem, and there is some news burbling around on the Internet yesterday about us sending them some uh, some pretty sophisticated anti-ship weaponry with this aid package to try to do something about those ships that are creating the blockade to keep the wheat from moving and all that sort of stuff. That's a sticky wicket. I'm just thinking it through. Given the unity of not only NATO, but uh, you know, uh, quite a number of countries uh, outside of NATO as well, and yeah, I know the risk of nuclear war, blah blah blah. But um, if you have, and I don't, I haven't seen the figures recently. But if you have uh, five million, ten million, what a hundred million people at serious risk of starvation because of the blockade, combination of uh, the the wheat literally being blocked and all the other commodities being blocked, and what that will do to global commodities prices. Because remember, rich countries like ours, thank God, it can get as bad as it can get, pretty much, and everybody's going to have enough to eat. But countries that can barely afford to fill the, to to feed their people, uh, nobody's going to give it to them for free. So the the ripple effect is going to be enormous. So at what point does the world say, okay, a hundred million people starving? That's no good. We're Blake, we're breaking your blockade, Vlad. Sorry, but we're breaking it. If you want to fight us, go ahead and fight us. But there ain't no more blockade. That's a damn good question right there. That is that is completely separate from is Ukraine worth fighting for? The number is that I heard yesterday was 400 million people. Okay. Wow. That they believe will be at risk of serious not getting enough food, if not starvation, because of this. You're right. That's a completely different uh, topic for the rest of the world. 400 million people at threat of starvation? Does the world say, we ain't putting up with this? That's a good one. Yeah, I don't, and like I said, it is a sticky wicket. I'm just kind of thinking it through what dynamics will be in play and how they're likely to go. I'm sure the conversation is being had, probably pushed by those most uh, closely involved in in global food, uh, you know, questions. Uh, That'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yeah, so here's another thing to keep an eye on, and I don't know how Russia is going to handle this. So, you know, there are over a thousand soldiers that were still in that steel plant when they finally uh, gave up. I mean, they were, they were. Uh, I don't know if you had read any of the articles or saw any of the pictures, but you had guys with no legs and no arms, and, I mean, they were they're in bad shape. Anyway, so Well, they, and no medication to treat open wounds. You can probably uh, sure. draw your own conclusions, so, Doctor. So they are now Russian. They're prisoners of war in the hands of the Russian military. And... Uh, over the last couple of days, if you've been following this story, the Ukrainians had their first trial of a Russian soldier who had murdered some old guy in the street. Terrible story. And this kid is young, this Russian soldier. Mm-hmm. Do you watch any of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's a kid. He is a kid, and he looks he looks scared and sad. And he said, I, and he said to the guy's wife in the trial, he's in this cage in the courtroom, and um, they had to move it to a different courtroom because of the media uh, crush that was there. I mean, how, just to back up for a second, how different is Kiev than Vladimir Putin thought it would, was going to be in May of 2022? Sure. In that uh, you got Mitch McConnell having a meeting with Zelensky and a trial going on in a courtroom with the press from around the world there of one of your soldiers in Kiev. That's not exactly you taking over the city and putting in a new 
uh, president and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, they had this 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 Russian kid in there who says his his commander screamed at him and he panicked and he shot this old guy in the street for nothing basically, murdered him, and uh, he begged for forgiveness from the guy's wife. I mean, it was just as tragic as anything could be. It's the whole war is hell. War is hell because it is on every different level that you can possibly imagine. Anyway, uh, Russia's reaction to the fact that the Ukrainians are putting their soldiers on trial is they said, well, we're, we're going to put these thousand dudes that surrendered to us in the steel plant on trial. We believe they're Nazi terrorists. So if Russia decides to go through with that and have some sort of fake trial with a punishment of who knows what? Almost certainly death. Almost certainly death. That is going to be a major incident. They will use them as hostages, 100%. There is no moral depravity that Vladimir Putin is unwilling to go to. No level. That's going to be the, the, the sticky point over the next couple of weeks, I think. If Because these people need medical aid. They need to be treated, treated well no matter what. And if Russia is going to go through with their whole fake Nazi trials for these dudes, whew. Well, it's classic uh, Putin, classic Kremlin, that if you uh, if you capture one of their spies, they snatch a businessman off the street and say, yeah, he's right. a spy. Right. Yeah. Just to true. cloud the waters and, and give it that everybody's calling everybody a spy feel so you don't know what to believe. What was the point of the uh, uh, trial that Ukraine put on of the Russian soldier? I, I almost wish they hadn't. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is this doing you any good? I think they were trying to make the point that, hey, Russian soldiers, you will be held to account for your war crimes. And I completely understand sure. that. Sure. Um, at the same time, though, uh, we, we end up with what you yeah, ended up with, with Putin saying, yeah, I can do that, too, and I can do it better. Uh, which is a hell of a situation. Well, if you could get some, if you end up capturing some commander at a fairly high level, and you want to have a trial about all the troops he ordered into this town and that town, and raping and pillaging and whatnot, maybe. But God dang it, this this kid who got screamed at by his boss, who probably doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be there in the first place, freaked out and shot this dude. I just, I just don't know if that did them any good. Uh, maybe domestically it did, because I'm sure all yeah. the Ukrainians want to see Russian soldiers punished, and so do I. Yeah, yeah. And it was a war crime, no doubt. Oh, but, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just, ugh, this is so ugly and getting uglier. Yeah, New York Times editorial board, their lead editorial yesterday was, Americans are not prepared for how ugly this is going to get this summer. Which is pretty interesting. Oh, great. Good. Welcome to Friday, everybody. Hello. Oof. Clearly, I'm not prepared. Hmm. Anyway, do I, that's, that's can I where, get prepared on Monday? That's where <laughs> that's where the uh, I'm seeing a quote right up there now from President Zelensky. There is hell going on in Donbass right now. Yeah, they are just the Russians are just shelling the heck out of that area of the country indiscriminately as they do. So just blowing up houses and schools and bus stations and people walking down the street to try to find some food to eat or being uh, murdered. So yeah, ugly, ugly situation. That's where things are in Ukraine right now. That's probably enough of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of money flowing to Ukraine. Perhaps uh, BLM, Black Lives Matter, could send some. They're still sitting on $42 million. Oh, wow. They didn't get it all spent. $42 million. Should have spent that before you got caught. 
Yeah. Buying houses and giving them out to family and friends. Way to go, frantic, pathetic American corporations hurling money willy-nilly at Marxists in the name of, I don't know, something or other to do with race. Just, you know, if you if you learn to laugh at the foibles of humanity instead of being made angry about it, it helps. Well, and like, it helps get through the day. And like all <laughs> Marxists, they aren't really Marxists. They're just thieves. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do Black Lives Matter? Of course. Every single one of them do. Does the Black Lives Matter organization represent that feeling? Certainly not. No, it's Please. a for-profit, for-their-own-personal-profit yeah. enterprise. So they can yeah. have cool cars and nice houses. And they do. And? So they're successful. <laughs> it's, they- a, it's an American success story. <laughs> uh, we probably should touch on what Elon Musk is up against. Bad day for Johnny Depp in the trial yesterday, I felt like. And a bunch of different stuff we can get to. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We talk a lot about real life versus uh, media life, and there, there are stories that are in the media that are important, and you don't discuss in your real life, I suppose, it works that way, but I just ended up in a conversation in the hallway about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I don't end up in conversations in the hallway about uh, the wheat shortage in America, or baby formula, or any other of the news stories, so it's just, mm. I just find that interesting. Um, and we got a little more on the Johnny Depp trial. There was some celebrity witnesses yesterday, and it's tawdry. It's shameful. I won't participate. Oh, it's a so- it was so bizarre and so grotesque and so grotesque, <laughs> so grotesque. Oh, <laughs> that is so strange and funny. Oh, I know it. I love that clip so much. <laughs> Can I hear it one more time? It was so bizarre and so grotesque. <laughs> he sounds like he's like the MC for some old variety show. You'll find this act so bizarre and so grotesque. Here they are, the flying Bellinis. <laughs> it was so bizarre and so grotesque. And so grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God hmm. dang it, that is funny. Anyway, more on that later. Business Insider, which is a real uh, publication, not just a tabloidy. Elon Musk, the world's wealthiest man, paid a flight attendant $250,000 to settle a sexual misconduct claim against him in 2018, according to Business Insider. So a quarter million dollars to a flight attendant to, I was going to use the term cover up, but that's prejudicial. Sometimes you're, not, some yeah. not, sometimes you're not covering something up. You're just ending a claim that you believe you don't. It never happened, but whatever. If this stops by me giving you a quarter million dollars, fine. Did it happen or not? I don't have the slightest idea, but here's what it says. The attendant worked as a member of the cabin crew uh, for SpaceX's corporate jet fleet. She accuses Elon of exposing his erect penis to her. Hmm. rubbing her leg without consent and offering to buy her a horse in exchange for neurotic massage. Wow. Will you give me a massage? No. How about if I give you a horse? (laughs) That's so strange (laughs) and so grotesque. It was so bizarre 
and so grotesque. <laughs> you can hear the smile. Um, so, uh, you know, and again, and there's no way of ever knowing if this happened or not. Yeah, I don't. I, Business Insider is pretty far left. Um, I'm not denying it happened, but eh, grain of salt. The incident took place in 2016, so this is six years ago. Um, is alleged in a declaration signed by a friend of the attendant and prepared to support the claim. The details in the story are drawn from a declaration, blah, 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 blah. It's like all of these stories, always the same, right? And and it's just, and what's one of the reasons they're, they're so troubling is it's practically impossible to get to the bottom of whether or not they happened. Uh, super rich people um, get accused of these sorts of things semi regularly by people who just want to make money. You just, who knows? On the we other hand, have worked with. Not one, but at least two that I remember. People who sued for completely fictional reasons, knowing they could get a payday. We have also worked with a guy who exposed his erect penis to a salesperson. Mm. So it happens. Mm-hmm. If I were inclined, inclined to engage in sexual harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my entire 30-year career that it comes to light. Elon wrote, calling the story a politically motivated hit piece that is coming out. Well, I don't know if you were listening to the show yesterday, but Elon put out a tweet saying for a variety of reasons, he no longer is going to vote Democrat. He's voted Democrat his entire life. He doesn't think he's ever voted for a Republican, but he's more likely to vote for Republicans now because the Democrats have gotten so wacky. And he said, well, as he said specifically, they've become the party of division and hate. And then he said in his tweet, now wait for the Democratic hit job to come my way as they try to take me down. Popcorn emoji. Right. And the next day, there's a national story about him exposing himself to a flight attendant. So I don't know. Seems seems rather odd, doesn't it? Funny that should come out now, since there are no developments in the case, right? It's just, uh, hey, by the way, did you hear this? If I was an Elon hater, I suppose I would say that Elon knew the Business Insider was putting this story out today and wanted to create the, they're just going to smear me before it came out. I think they're going to smear him. <laughs> um, in in fact, uh, Elon Musk called out on Twitter uh, a Twitter executive who was caught mocking the billionaire's Asperger's syndrome. Um, he saw the Project Veritas videos that we've been talking about. We played you a couple of samples. The audio is iffy, but it's pretty good. He has Asperger's, so he's special. Said this. Uh, what was uh, what's this? Alex Martinez, engineer at, uh, at Twitter. Your special needs. You're literally special needs. So I can't even take what you're saying seriously. He added, uh, Musk did not take those comments lightly, etc. Would um, you uh, rub my naked body? No. I'll give you a horse. Mm. Oh, okay, for a horse. Well, What then. kind of horse? <laughs> Would that it were. Would that it were. No, not John and, Kerry. And may I look it in the mouth? We don't have time to finish this story, but if you haven't heard some of the specific things said by Project Veritas, if or I'm sorry, said by the Twitter executives, if, if you've ever had a friend, and we had a friend, I hope he's uh, still a friend, uh, Positive Sean, our producer, our old producer, used to say, no, Twitter Twitter removes accounts on the right and left. They're equal. Just people on the right complain about it more. Well, the words of a Twitter executive himself will uh, counter that notion. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Joe Biden believes if gas is $5 a gallon or $6 a gallon or $10 a gallon, that if he imposes enough pain that eventually everyone will have this, this, this epiphany and get rid of that truck or get rid of that minivan and everyone will go buy an electric car. That's obviously Ted Cruz. Nobody sounds like Ted Cruz. There's a lot of truth to that. I don't know if Joe sure. Biden specifically... Uh, wants that, or if he's just uh, uh, being friendly to the left part of his party that believes that. But there are plenty of people that cheer high gas prices, thinking it'll drive us into electric cars. The reason there are so many more electric cars in California than anywhere else, half of the electric cars in America are in California, uh, is because the gas is so high. Well, that's been the stated policy of several European countries for a very long time. That's why their gas prices are so high, or their taxes, rather, to drive people into tiny little cars and or hybrids and or electric vehicles. Yeah, and um, I saw a business story this week that said this summer, because gas prices typically go higher in the summer, some states have taxes kick in in the summer, um, gas prices usually go higher. They think the national average could hit six this summer. If the national average is six dollars, because of the high, it's the highest it's ever been in history at four sixty right now, roughly. What is it going to be in California? Eight? Could be seven fifty, certainly. Yeah, with the summer blend being required. Holy yeah. crap! What will that do to the driving economics? It's like uh, Sam Adams Summer Brew, but uh, more flammable. The special summer blend of California gas. If that happens, we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. Also, this... It's maybe... the regular gasoline with 10% Merlot. There were three U.S. high school graduations that ended in shootings in a 24-hour span. 
ah, yesterday. We can nice. get into the details of that later if you want to. But back to Elon Musk's penis. So, oh, no, no, what? no. Why are you repeating the rantings of a left-wing publication? What are you trying to accomplish here? I won't have it. All right, I'll have a little of it. <laughs> so Business Insider is reporting that Elon Musk paid a flight attendant $250,000 to settle a sexual misconduct claim against him in 2018. The incident was in 2016. Um, Elon Musk says, if I was this kind of guy, you think it would be this would be the only time it's ever come out in 30 years, which is not a bad argument at all. You tend to be this sort of person or not. And uh, yeah, so the incident is from 2016. So here you go. The flight attendant told her friend that the billionaire SpaceX and Tesla founder asked her to come to his room during a private plane flight in 2016. It's the sort of private plane, apparently, where you have your own room. Would you like to come to my room? Who's you got to nice. be pretty rich to be able to say that on a plane. Anyway, he asked her to come, the flight attendant, to come to his room for a full body massage. Is that part of the flight attendant job? Mm-hmm. Seems like an odd request. When she arrived, the attendant found that Musk was completely naked except for a sheet covering the lower half of his body. During the massage, the declaration says, Business Insider claims they've got the declaration from the court case and the $250,000 settlement. I don't know if Elon has denied the settlement. If he has, I I certainly haven't seen that. Um, That doesn't mean he's guilty, of course. When she arrived, she found Musk naked except for the sheet. Um, uh, then he, uh, during the massage, Musk exposed his genitals, then touched her and offered to buy her a horse if she would do more, referring to the performance of sex acts. The attendant who rides horses declined and continued with the massage without engaging in any sexual conduct. The attendant is not for sale. The friend's declaration said she's not going to perform sexual favors for money or gifts. So that's but the- she will go into the pl- the private plane room and give him a mostly naked rub down, just so it doesn't include his naked wang. I-, I don't know. This whole thing seems very odd to me. Well, that's why I hate these stories. Yeah, yeah. The whole Me Too movement during it, I'm glad that a whole bunch of scumbags, like real awful people that ought to be executed, got caught and punished. But then you get into stories like this. Okay, he doesn't get to, I don't know, what are the rules? Why are you giving a naked man a massage on a plane as a flight attendant? Is that part of your job? Don't yeah, do that's, that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's see, that's way, 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 way too far. I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. Sounds like garbage to me, honestly. He whipped out his thing, said the friend. He started to proposition her, then offered her the horse. <laughs> I don't know why I find that part funny. <laughs> yeah, clearly. How about, so, how about if I give you a horse? This is better documented. Uh, speaking of Twitter and Elon Musk and that sort of thing, the uh, Project Veritas people videotaping various Twitter senior engineers and uh, business people uh, talking about how Twitter actually is uh, behind the scenes. Featuring uh, senior engineer Siru Miragasan, who is caught saying Twitter, quote, doesn't believe in free speech. And a capitalist like Musk, he's going to come into conflict with uh, the command team, the, the management team, who he described as being, quote, socialist and commie as F. 
ideologically, it doesn't make sense, like, because we're actually censoring the right and not the left. So everyone on the right will be like, bro, it's okay to say it. Just got to tolerate it. The left will be like, no, I'm not going to tolerate it. I need it censored or else I'm not going to be on the platform. So it does that on the right. It's true. There is bias. Now, what he might be saying in a lawyerly way from his other comments, I don't think so, but he's saying, look, the right says no censoring. Okay, that's easy. The left says censor or we're leaving the platform. So we censor. But so what is the you were just talking about Business Insider is a left wing publication. I got a story here from the Washington mm-hmm. Post. They're a left wing publication. Both of those publications yep. would claim they're not. So how is that different than Twitter claiming no we're not left wing, but they clearly are? Isn't it all the well, same yeah, thing? Behind the scenes they they proudly announce that yeah, we are. We are absolutely left wing. Well, which is the point of the report. Yeah. But but is that uh is that shocking or extra untoward because it's social media or because the Washington Post, I've got to believe behind the scenes, the employees know they're left wing, even though they claim they're not. I don't know. All these all these organizations full of young people are left wing. Well, I'm not sure I see your point. So you're like against me talking about this? or no, I mean, because no. if there was an internal meeting at the Washington Post and the minutes came out in which they took some sort of sacred vow of leftitude, I mean, <laughs> I would bring you that. No, but they, they, they will. So... Well, does that make it a, uh, uh, well, uh, are there people that don't believe that, that Twitter's left wing? Are there still people yeah. holding on to the fact that they think it's uh, down the middle? God, that's ridiculous. Uh, You're a crazy person if you well, think that, that. That is ridiculous, and they are crazy. But yes, in answer to your question, there are still people who believe that. It's just kind of interesting to hear them describe it in their own words. Mm-hmm. Some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. They're like, this would be my last day. Uh, we could revolt against it, et cetera. Um, wow, Elon's anyway. going to have a oh, problem. Oh. If you buy a business and and all the employees quit, what have you purchased? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, but oh, oh, the final uh, funny part of these. Uh, you know what? I'll get to it. It, it, it is quite ironic. Um, the final part of the Project Veritas tape that I loved. Uh, after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, who are the best choice to protect your home from the vagrants and bums and junkies, criminals, porch pirates, and scumbags who want to make your your living your your home less uh, livable. Rather, uh, also for what it's worth, red flag day in the West right now. Uh, fires as well. Simply Safe Home Security covers you from a whole bunch of different threats. One of the things Hansen found in the druggie camp behind the building was a big, uh, like, Amazon box that was unopened. They'd grabbed it from somewhere. You have packages disappearing from your place. You could get one of those Simply Safe cameras so you can catch people when that happens. There's all kinds of 24-7 monitoring that goes on when you have Simply Safe, and you can get it for less than a dollar a day. You go to their website, click around, customize the system for your needs. You set it up yourself in less than 30 minutes. No long-term contracts. Now, all of a sudden, you're protected. How do you not look into this? And that uh, high-def uh, wireless outdoor camera that has night vision as well, so you can see faces and license plates at night, that could really lead to somebody getting prosecuted and put in jail. Uh, go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Uh, customize the perfect system for your home. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. So uh, this uh, Project Veritas videotape, um, one of the things this senior engineer talks about is, hey, we got warned, by the way, uh, that uh, groups like Project Veritas are, are 
targeting employees. They're active right now. These social groups use social engineering tactics to get close to employees and obtain video and stuff. Um, blah, blah, blah. And so this executive says to the gal from Project Veritas, it's like some group that's just trying to out the employees, like they're trying to go on dates with them like this and record them and, and, and say, this is what a Twitter employee just said. You're lucky that you met me organically because I'd be questioning everything about you. <laughs> wow. Oops. Way to go, genius. Way to suss that out. So I don't know where we're going with COVID this summer. I was talking earlier about when this is going to be over. We got a text from somebody who said, it's over when you decide it's over for yourself. It hasn't been a thing for me. Well, I, yeah, I declared COVID over for me a long time ago, but I still was wearing a mask the other day because I was at a thing where they were requiring masks. So whether I like it or not, it wasn't over at that moment. And I have a feeling they're coming back to the school soon. So on this new variant that's going around, here's something that's interesting I learned yesterday. The latest studies that they have, so the earlier variants of COVID, as I think we all know, you were most contagious right before you got the symptoms. That was one of the worst parts of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. When you were spreading it the most was before you got your symptoms, before you could know, oh boy, I might have this, I better stay away from people. That's when you're spreading it the most. This new one is similar but different in terms of spreading things. They think that you're most contagious six days after you get your symptoms. No. Yes. No. A full week after you get your symptoms, that's when you're the most contagious. So when people are going back to school and work and everything like that, that's when they're spreading it around. No wonder it's spreading like wildfire. Well, in most people, it's a very, very mild thing for a couple, two, three days. So you're absolutely going to be out and about after yeah. six days. Yeah, yeah. And that's when, you know, you're feeling better. I, yeah, last week I had the COVID. When they, when your friend is telling you that, that's when they're breathing you the most, uh, the COVID, shedding the most COVID on you. Yeah, wow. I, yeah, I want to see that backed up because that's so weird. I mean, I've, yeah, just, you know, having... Raised a bunch of kids and you know followed. Uh, I've been working the disease desk here at the Armstrong and Getty Show for many years. Don't be humble. You dabble in epidemiology. I do. I I do. Um, that's very very weird for a virus. I, I I'd like to see that uh, substantiated. Hmm. I mean, it's it's probably more credible than the Elon Musk horse story you were trying to sell us <laughs> earlier. But it still lacks the ring of truth, if you ask me. Oh, one more note. Ah, look how late it is. Oh, we got so much stuff to get to today. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. A horse? No? How about a rhino? Wait a minute. For a rhino? Hmm. Yeah, right. (laughs) Go ahead. Take that towel off. Let's get this on. (laughs) Oh, my God. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I guess we're into graduation season. Graduation season always means commencement addresses that are either funny or inspiration or controversial from various celebrities. Here's Adam Sandler speaking at some fancy New York art school commencement. Parents, listen to me. You guys really messed up. You might be supporting these kids for a very long time. They are not leaving. <laughs> they are not leaving the nest anytime soon. This is a tough business they chose, but there's still time to talk them out of it. I'm trying to talk my kids out of showbiz, and they know Adam Sandler. Moms and dads, if you ever want to make love alone in your house again, somehow slip your kid's headshot to Mr. Martin Scorsese before the event ends. He'll love it, I promise. He's probably going to take the back exit out of here, so make sure you get, you get there before he does. And do not take no for an answer. That's how Leo's mom did it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Speaking of people who don't care <laughs> and don't That's need beautiful. to care, yeah. uh, that is fu- <laughs> that is funny. I'm trying to talk my kids out of show business, and they know Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. That yeah. is funny. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> and that's it. Like, speaking as a guy who may or may not have an offspring who has a fine arts degree, I'd say eh, there's nothing I disagree with there. But that's although, although uh, I'm sorry, my offspring is out and working hard and, and uh, making their way through life. There you go. But that's Adam Sandler talking to one of your fanciest, you know, hardest to get into art schools in America in New York. Full, I'm sure, very well connected, rich parents, and saying. You have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No that is kidding. hilarious. Uh, I hate to transition to this. Three U.S. high school graduations end in shootings during a 24-hour span. Uh, shots were fired at high school graduation ceremonies in three separate states, Tennessee, Michigan, and Louisiana, resulting in one death, seven injuries during a 24-hour span. Um, and it's all the stuff you'd expect it to be. You know, you got people around the ages of 17 and 18 years old involved in various gangish types of activities. 
and things get out of hand and the problem is not the guns the problem is a culture of settling minor grievances with deadly violence yeah yeah they're all that sort of thing uh, I don't know uh, if there's any overarching theme shocking. to that or anything we can uh, do but Speaking of education, quite a story unfolding on the campus of Princeton University. As you know, I went to Princeton once to pick up a pizza. Classics professor Joshua Katz, who was one of the few academics who spoke out against the extremist mobs that formed in the wake of the George Floyd slaying. Well, he's been targeted for loss of tenure and firing by the university president, one Christopher Eisgruber, according to the Washington Free Beacon. Here's what happened. After uh, the George Floyd thing, um, well, it, it kind of sets up what happened. The Black Justice League, they called it, which was active on campus from 2014 until 2016, was a small local terrorist organization that made life miserable for the many, including the many black students who did not agree with its members' demands. Recently, I watched an Instagram Live of one of its alumni leaders who, emboldened by recent events and egged on by over 200 supporters who were baying for blood, presided over what was effectively a struggle session against one of his former classmates. It was one of the most evil things I have ever witnessed, and I do not say this lightly. The professor added, the, B- the BJL went after one fellow black student with particular vigor, verbally vilifying her in public at every possible opportunity, calling her all sorts of epithets and accusing her of performing white supremacy. Other students, as well as faculty admin- administrators, administrators, were accused without evidence of being racists and white supremacists. So that's what he wrote. But because he has tenure, he, at least in theory, can't be fired for ideological nonconformism. That's the whole point of tenure. Right. You get to say provocative things, especially against the mainstream. Well, professors are barred from dating undergraduates. And quite a number of years ago, he dated as a, I think he was like in his late 20s or early 30s, he dated a 22-year-old, but she was an undergraduate. An investigation was had. He said, yeah, I did it. I broke the rules. I'm very sorry. He agreed to take a year of unpaid leave as punishment. The university agreed. Okay, we're done here. But then he dared say that thing about the radical black supremacist group, the Black Justice League. And so now the little Maoists of Princeton University are howling that that previous closed negotiation or negotiation and investigation should be reopened and that he should be fired for breaking the law, the rules back in 06. Uh, The former student, by the way, declined to participate in the investigation, which happened about four years ago. But the student paper is prompting a second investigation into the long-closed matter. And this time, the former student alleged harassment. Katz complained he was being subjected to double jeopardy. But last week, Eisgruber, the university president, recommended his termination. And the board of trustees is, quote, all but certain to fire Katz when it meets this week. Yeah, and he uh, he talks about how uh, colleagues won't be in a room with him or seen with him anymore once yeah. the mob turned against him. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Is there a more poisonous pocket of of ugliness than American universities in our culture? I don't know. It's it's tough to find one. Not, certainly not as large and well populated as college universities, colleges and universities. And obviously, tenure does not protect you from the unpopular speech. 
and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.